Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio.
Eyes on Chicago, August 20th through the 23rd, as Chicago welcomes the first annual Black Wall Street National Conference. Joining us in our efforts in sustaining and increasing black business. To register, visit www.blackwallstreetdistrict.com and listen to Black Wall Street USA, Thursday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on blogtalkradio.com slash cbbn. This ad was sponsored by Chicago's BlackBusinessNetwork.com. Join us today and touch the world. All eyes on Chicago as Black Wall Street Chicago prepares for, to host the first Black Wall Street National Convention and Summit scheduled for August 20th through 23rd. You listen to Black Wall Street USA for Thursday, July 2010 with your host, Mr. Ryan Carter, Black Wall Street Chicago. This is Sonya Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network. Dot com. Join us today and touch the world. And I will be Mr. Carter's co-host for this segment. You know, we've been broadcasting these shows since December, since the beginning of December. I want to know if Ron remembers that first show. Uh, we've done quite a few shows. We've done quite a few shows. We put a lot of information out there. We've had a, quite a few guests. We had some great discussions. And it's very, very exciting as we move up to the National Convention and Summit. We're going to talk about that, too. But tonight, we're excited. We're so excited. We've broadcast live before from the offices of South Street Journal, but this evening, we're out there on the Black Wall Street District, and we're very excited about it. We are broadcasting from Brown Sugar Bakery, which is located on 75th Street in the Black Wall Street District in Chicago. We're growing, and we want you to come and grow with us. National President Reverend Michael Carter estimates that there will be more than 100 Black Wall Street districts within the next five years. And I believe in Reverend Carter. Uh, I just want to say I was down at Harold Washington Library today. As I step out with my Black Wall Street T-shirt, the people are feeling it. They're feeling it. A young man walked up to me in his early 20s. Uh, just walking down the hall, he walked past me, he turned around and looked at me, he said, you know what, I'm feeling that Black Wall Street. I am really feeling it. So you know we engaged him in dialogue. We're, I'm a verbal person. So me and the young man talked, gave him the information, invited them on out. But we are growing, and we want you to be a part of what we are doing. Before we go to our live broadcast over at Brown Sugar Bakery, Let's uh, let's break down the agenda for the first Black Wall Street National Convention and Summit. On Friday, August 20th, we will be hosting our welcome reception, and that is a sort of meet and greet that first evening for everyone who's uh, home-based and from across the nation. Then Saturday, August 21st, will be our full-day events from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. plus uh, 15 workshops. Uh, there will be a continental breakfast and a light working lunch. And working lunch is the key. Ask Ron about that. Uh, this is summit number 13. I've asked Ron on a couple of occasions, can we break for lunch? There is no breaking for lunch. We just keep on moving. You eat, you talk, you move, you vote. Just keep on moving. We've asked classical pianist uh, Boys and Queen to join us that morning and welcoming you to the convention. So when you walk into the auditorium, you're going to hear this phenomenal, phenomenal music by Boys and Queen. And until you've heard Boys and Queen, you have not heard a pianist play. You just have not. And so uh, don't catch your breath now because Saturday evening, 
we're going to be over at the quarry, the new quarry, and that's a brand-new restaurant and event center located at 2423 East 75th Street for the awards reception that also is in the Black Wall, Black Wall Street District in Chicago. That is where Black Wall Street will join together to thank all those across the nation who have contributed to this movement, and it is indeed a movement that will be from 7 to 11 p.m. at the quarry at 2423 East 75th Street. Now, you know we're not stopping now. Ain't no stopping us now. We're not stopping yet. Sunday morning, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. at the Chicago South Loop Hotel, located at 11 11 West 26th Street. Reverend Michael Carter will gather us together once again for our National Prayer Breakfast. That's Sunday, August 22nd, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Now, if you would like a copy of our full agenda, you can give us a call at 312-239-8835. Get on our mailing list, our update list, and uh, we'll be happy to keep you updated on all the workshops, the panels, the speakers. You can also visit our national website at www.blackwallstreetdistrict.com. That's blackwallstreetdistrict.com. You're listening to Black Wall Street USA with host Mr. Ron Carter. I'm Sonia Purdue. And you can listen to all our shows and archives here at blogtalkradio.com slash CN. Or you can call in at 347-326-477. We kind of prefer that you don't tie up the phone lines that you listen to us at blogtalkradio.com slash CBBN. Renault Tatum of Talking Success will be joining us uh, later on in the show, uh, Renault Tatum and Turi Muhammad will be heading up a marketing advertising strategy workshop uh, on the Saturday, uh, the Saturday, August 21st. Now, they did a show a couple of weeks ago, and you should listen to some of the information. They're serious about that marketing. They are very serious, and they gave some great advice, some great, great strategies. And you should go back and listen to that show, and you should join us that Saturday for the summit. But first, um, you know, Ron Carter don't let me talk, so I have to get everything out. Let's join Ron Carter over at the Brown Sugar Bakery at 328 East 75th Street in Chicago. Welcome welcome to the air, Chairman. How are you? I'm doing fine, Sean. How are you? Yes, we are here live on uh, 75th Street. Uh, we're having a network session inside our browser. We need to kind of step out on the streets because on the inside it's a little bit productive and crowded. So we need to come out here to uh, uh, kind of break away from the crowd, but the crowd is inside. Uh, they're enjoying themselves. They're doing their networking, and it is great to be right on 75th Street. We have talked many times about Black Wall Street and the, and the district. And as we do so, it's really a special treat that we are actually broadcasting. I think this is one of a historical moves for Chicago Black Goodness Network, actually broadcasting live on a black Wall Street as people be walking back and forth on the street as the cars be grabbed. I hope we can be heard very clear. How do you sound in that, Sonia? Okay. You're, uh, well, there's a, there's a little static and a little feedback, but we can hear you, and uh, we're going to keep rolling with it. Sometimes you get in position and you sound a little better, then you move around over there and it get a little static. Okay, well, I'm sounding out, bro. You sounded okay. 
Saturday, starting from 8.30 in the morning, going all the way to 4.30. We're going to have about 16, um, about 16 workshops. Uh, we have got confirmation that, uh, Rep, uh, I'm sorry, um, Reverend Al Shopton will be a, a special attendee along with the dynamic speaker of Attorney Thomas Todd. Uh, even though they are the speakers, the focus is going to be on uh, people themselves because we're going to be having those 16 workshops that, in, uh, that address the Black Wall Street District, the legislative workshop, the, uh, the youth, uh, the church and economics, and then we're going to move on uh, to the Black Better Business uh, concept, uh, 16 workshops. And after those workshops and we have our speakers, then we're going to have a presentation from each district, which will include Atlanta, Chicago, uh, Minneapolis, um, uh, San Diego, Atlanta, um, there's about a couple of more cities will be making their presentation on where they're at and what they're going to be doing to move on to the next summit, which will be, uh, well, for Chicago, the next summit will be in October. So the agenda is seated on Saturday, and then following Saturday, we will have uh, economic worship at the uh, South Loop Hotel on 26th in Michigan. And even there, we plan to go out to on tours on each of the districts. Uh, we will have a recap from that. And then moving on to Monday, we will have a leadership meeting of the Black Wall Street District from around the country and to have more of a powwow of our next step and where we go from there. So it's going to be a full-packed weekend going into the week. And we hope that and we encourage that everybody do come to the summit. In addition to that, before the summit, as you will be doing an announcement of this broadcasting, the different functions that's going to be leading up, uh, and which is this is one of those functions coming on the Black Wall Street District of 71st Street, moving on to the Black Wall Street on the west side, and also the special ceremony for the uh, Stony Island Black Wall Street District in August. Uh, along with that, so many different uh, activities, along with our weekly uh, planning meeting on Thursday morning at 8.30. So did I get enough of that, Senator Sonia? Uh, did I get enough of that? Maybe I'll skip something, but I'll do that we do. You do, you're doing great, Mr. Carter. You're doing great. And uh, you listen to Black Wall Street USA with Chairman Ron Carter. And uh, Ron Carter is saying, uh, just a little static, but what he's saying is that there are there's so many things going on. All of a sudden, we started doing a summit. We was kind of laid back before that. All of a sudden, we started doing a summit, and now we got 20 activities. I, I don't know what happened. It just jumped, and that's what we want you to do. We want you to come over and jump with us. Come over and be the part of what we're doing. Now, what we're, uh, what we're going to do, Ron, we're going to go to a break. We want to come back and maybe we want to talk to the owner and maybe we want to talk to some of the people in there. So let's take a break. Well, we have a special, when we come back, we're going to have a special uh, speaker from uh, Scott Lee Cohen, who is a candidate for governor of the state of Illinois. And so I want people after the break to tune in and, and wait for him. So we're going to kick off with uh, Mr. Cohen for that uh, after that break. That sounds great. 
Uh, you're listening to Black Wall Street USA. I'm Sonia Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network.com, and we'll be right back after this break.
Welcome back to Black Wall Street USA. I'm Sonia Purdue with your host, Ron Carter, chairman of Black Wall Street Chicago. And we're broadcasting live from Brown Sugar Bakery right on 75th Street in one of our Black Wall Street districts. I want to remind you that all eyes will be on Chicago as Black Wall Street Chicago prepares to host the first Black Wall Street National Convention and Summit scheduled for August 20th through 23rd. You can visit blackwallstreetdistrict.com for more information. That was tenderly by performed by pianist Boise Queen. He is a member of Chicago's blackbusinessnetwork.com. Come over and join us and touch the world. Right now, uh, we have about 650 members and 80, about 80% of them are Chicago-based businesses. And we want you to come over there and connect with us. If you have any questions, you can always give me a call at 312-239-8835. I want to remind you of a, a couple of events coming up on Monday, July 26th from 3 to 5 p.m. The Chicago chapter of the National Action Network will be hosting a voters registration drive at the offices of the South Street Journal, which is 449 East 35th Street. That's Monday, July 26th, 3 to 5 p.m., that's the National Action Network. We'll be sending some registers over here. And we want you to come by. If you're in the Bronzeville community, say hello. Uh, you know, Ron Carter is the newspaper man for more than 16 years. Come on over and, and say hi. We also want you to know that on this Saturday, July 24th, from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m., we have so many things going on, people. Old School for Life 70s Dance Party at the Chicago Regal Theater, 1608 East 79th Street, Chicago, Illinois. And that's going to be Saturday from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. Your musical host will be DJ Hot. Now, that's a hot name, DJ Hot. There's going to be a 70s Best Dress contest for you. There's $20 at the door, $25 at the door, 20 in advance. If you have questions, you can call 312-624-8351. Ask Linda Carter, 312-624-8351. This fundraiser is hosted by Green Acres, South Street Journal, Dialogue to Action, and Black Wall Street, Chicago. That's Saturday, July 24th. As a matter of fact, I think I'll give away a ticket, Ron. The first person who calls me and tells me all eyes on Chicago, August 24th, 20th through 23rd, the first person who calls me at 312-239-8835 and says all eyes on Chicago, leave your telephone number, you'll win a ticket to that Saturday night old school for life dance party. That's 312 239 8835, leave me a message with your name and your telephone number, and tell me, tell Chicago, all eyes on Chicago, August 20th through 23rd. We also want you to know that uh, we are going to be part of the Buck Billington Parade. We don't want to forget that at all. That's in August, so you're going to hear some more information about that. Also, next week, Thursday, July 29th, I bet, Ron, you don't even know which way you're going, do you? Thursday, July 29th, Before You Die, which is a story of uh, the race riots in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in 1921. It was May 31st, between May 31st and June 1st, 300 people were killed in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, massacre would be more like it. 
the film Before You Die uh, is going to be sponsored by the Tulsa Project, and that's going to be at the Ice Theater, which is off of 87th and King Drive, and that's going to be at 7 p.m. Afterwards, uh, they call it Back Talk. The producer and director, Reggie Turner, will be there uh, to discuss the film and also chairman of Black Wall Street Chicago, Ron Carter. That's Before They Die at the Ice Theater. That's next Thursday, July 29th. So we got the voters registration. we got Before They Die. We've got the dance. The old folks, I should say the old folks, 70 dance party, because that would be me, wouldn't it? We got the 70 dance party, because I was doing the spank in the 70s, and uh, and I was really, I could really do it, too. Don't get me wrong now. Also, on August 4th, we want you to know we're going to have another networking event. That's Let's Meet on 35th Street, networking from 4.30 to 8.30 p.m. We did that, and it was a great time. We met a lot of people we had never met before, and that's the indication of a great, great networking event when you're bringing new people to the forefront. We want you to know that we meet here on uh, at the South Street Journal every Thursday, 8.30, 8.30 a.m. Uh, for our weekly committee meeting. And the, everyone's welcome. It's open to the public. If you need additional information, call 312-624-8351. If you wish to call in, our call-in number tonight is 347-326-9477. That's a lot of information. I know it's a lot of information, but you got to come over, visit BlackWallStreetDistrict.com. you got to call us. you got to come into the meetings. you got to part of this. We want to thank Mark Allen for being so last week. Mark Allen is associate editor of South Street Journal. Almost everybody knows Mark Allen. You know, Mark Allen, he stay upset. But he was, he was on there last week. He was he be fighting the fight. That's what Mark's doing. Mark is out there fighting the fight. You listen to Black Wall Street Chicago. Let's go back to Ron Carter. And we want Ron uh, to uh, bring on some of the guests over there at the uh, Brown Sugar Bakery. Ron, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you, Sonia. Again, we're here live on 75th Street at the uh, Brown uh, Brown Sugar, at which we are uh, broadcasting, uh, celebrating the 75th Street Black Wall Street District. And as we are doing so, one of the uh, many guests that are here tonight is a candidate for governor of the state of Illinois, Mr. Scott uh, Cohen is here standing with me uh, right here on the street. Welcome to um, Chicago's Black Business Network and Black Wall Street Chicago, USA. Well, thank you very much for for having me, uh, and thank you for allowing me uh, some time on the radio. Well, uh, as you know, Black Wall Street is a business organization, and in doing that, what we're looking for is, uh, first, let's uh, here's something about you. Uh, we understand that at first you were on the ballot for a lieutenant governor as a Democrat, and now you are on the ballot as an independent, uh, did I say lieutenant governor at first and now governor. Uh, what's happening with that transition where you are now and how you're moving forward on your candidacy for governor? Well, you know, uh, I did win the Democratic nomination for the office of lieutenant governor, and because I am not a career politician and I am not one of the good old boys, the Democratic Party forced me off that ticket. Why I say they forced me off, they forced me off by 
making it very clear that I was going to have no responsibilities and no budget in which to help the people of Illinois. And, you know, I spent a lot of money and put my heart and soul to that campaign because I wanted to help the people. So, you know, after they told me that and I stepped down, uh, I was going to get out of politics and just be done. Uh, but I had received hundreds of calls from the people who voted for me saying, Scott, listen, this state doesn't need perfection. It needs honesty. We believe you. We believe that you are an honest person. We want you to represent us in, in the highest office in Illinois, and that's run for governor. So after taking some time to think about it and giving it some consideration, I decided to do it. And, you know, as you know, we turned in 133,000 signatures. That was the, the people of Illinois speaking loud and clear that they wanted me to be on the ballot for governor and they want me to be elected. So with 130,000 uh, signatures, you know, this is uh, Black Wall Street USA. I'm the chairman of Black Wall Street, but I'm also a newspaper publisher. Um, how many votes do you need to win? Uh, well, we're going to need about 35% uh, of the vote. Um, I don't have an exact number yet. We're still crunching the numbers and everything. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very, I believe that, there's a tremendous amount of support out there for me. People realize that I am not uh, beholden by anybody. Uh, no one owns me. I am representing the people of Illinois, not the Democratic Party and certainly not the Republican Party. Mm -hmm. Now, with the, um, uh, the, stats, uh, the, the, the stats and you running, for, uh, running as an independent, and my understanding is that the Democratic Party, the Republican Party, normally have a platform for their nominee. Uh, how does that work running as an independent? Is there a platform uh, that goes beyond uh, an independent party, or how does that relate to the Republican Party and the Democratic Party on the platform uh, for that candidate. Well, sure. Just like the Democratic uh, candidate has a platform and the Republican Party has a platform, um, I myself, even though I'm an independent, has a very extensive platform that, that you know, the issues on jobs, on the economy, on uh, the safety of people, crime. Uh, if, if people are interested, they can go to my website, which is scottleecone.com, and they can see my extensive platform, and then they'll get an idea of why I'm getting so much support out there. Again, and I can't stress this enough, I'm a man of the people, not the parties. Now, here we are on 75th Street Live. Uh, we had a meeting in our office this morning based on the outreach to the businesses presenting our agenda. And the uh, frustration that came out in the meeting that a lot of the local businesses, uh, they are running their, uh, their operation from 10 o'clock in the morning till 6 or 7, and they don't even have, some of them don't even have time to get online in order to view your website. How can and what could your message be for those individuals? Well, you know, this is a, you know, you're, you're part of a business network. And as we know, the state of Illinois is losing businesses every day, both, you know, in the African-American community, in the white community, I don't care what community, 
businesses are going out of business. The reason for this, or one of the reasons, of course, is the economy. But Illinois is not business friendly. Since 2003, there's been over 300 fines and penalties that have been imposed on businesses uh, in the state of Illinois. What, what we need to do and what I plan to do as, as governor is to reverse some of these fines and penalties. We need to be able to work with the communities uh, to bring businesses back to Illinois. We do that via cash incentives, mm -hmm. tax incentives, but we also do that with education. Mm -hmm. Right now, there are over 3 million jobs in this country that are on no one's able to get those jobs because they don't have the proper education. Mm -hmm. But let me clarify that because mm -hmm. when I say education, I don't mean math or, or social studies. Mm -hmm. I mean hands-on type of education. A lot of these jobs are to repair cars and engines. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of it is to be carpenters. What we need to do is we need to educate our children to be able to go out into the workplace and work at these jobs. Now, given the, um, I guess, the overall perspective of Black Wall Street, uh, which is uh, it's a national movement, there's other Black Wall Street districts in other parts of the country, and here in Chicago we have four Black Wall Street districts. Uh, if I can get your perspective, based on uh, one thing that a lot of members say that Black Wall Street is... Um, anti or is, is a racist to have a Black Wall Street district. How can you um, view that concept, of, for example, if I can elaborate a little bit more, on this here particular street, it is about 118 businesses. And of these 118 businesses, there is about uh, 90 of them are black. Uh, it is one of the rarities in the, <laughs> in the country. Of a car, um, a, a a migration or a cluster of black businesses, and as the movement goes to other parts of Chicago and the country, can that be perceived as a uh, a racist type of uh, venture among black businesses? No, I, I don't. I personally don't see that racist as, at all. And I want to elaborate now because when you say, you know, that there are black businesses here, I'm very pleased to say that these are our ma businesses. Mm -hmm. They're not chain stores or big businesses. And, you know, this is a big part of my platform because small business and ma stores are what is what this country was founded on. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, there's not enough support or incentives and certainly not the education in the African-American community mm -hmm. to get more businesses open. And as governor, that is something I am going to change. Now, with uh, President Barack Obama, when he came out with his uh, stimulus package and he indicated this, this uh, Wall Street to Main Street, uh, can, how do you see yourself, even regardless of the party that you're running under, um, how do you think he's moving in uh, this economic recovery? Um, you know, I respect our president greatly. However, I disagreed with him on several issues. When he gave the bailout money to the banks, 
uh, as a way to stimulate the economy. I voiced my opinion. I felt that that was wrong. That stimulus money should have been given to the people and to the communities. Um, we, we have seen what happened. Mm -hmm. He gave the money to the bank. They are still not lending money. Mm -hmm. None of that money trickled down to the people, to the businesses, or to, to the community. So it was really done in, in a backwards fashion. If I was him, I would have given it to the people and let the people spend it, and then it would have gone into the bank, mm -hmm. banking system. Now, because uh, the, the word going out on you that you're a millionaire, you seem like you don't sound like no millionaire. How does a millionaire, per se, uh, weigh in on the, uh, our, how can I put it, the, the stimulus money going to banks, which are millionaires, how, does that kind of cut you out in your operation? or So how do you fit first, into that uh, that whole scenario? First of all, you know, people have said or used that term on the millionaire. <laughs> and, and the truth of the matter is, yeah. I'm, a regular, I'm a regular guy. You know, I'm standing here right on 75th Street. I'm talking to the people of the community. Okay. You know, I, a long time ago, two years ago, I've been running for office for two years. Okay. I said I wanted to help the people, and that was all the people, white, black, Asian, I didn't care. Mm -hmm. People are not being represented honestly and fairly in the state of Illinois. They are suffering. Uh -huh. They're losing their houses. They can't provide food for their family. Well, let me ask you, now, if you would have moved on as lieutenant governor, would you have had to endorse the, the um, I guess, your running mate uh, policy? Um, I'm not a puppet for anybody. Mm -hmm. When Pat Quinn and I were basically running together or campaigning together, he said he wanted to have an income tax hike. I said I strongly disagree. Having an income tax hike would force more businesses out of Chicago and prevent more businesses mm -hmm. from opening up. So, no, I would not have adopted this policy. Mm -hmm. I'm my own person, and I only have one agenda, mm -hmm. and that's the people of Illinois. Well, the, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the whole scenario about the Walgreens being uh, identified for the south side of Chicago. Uh, and then it was a debate regarding unions, non-union, lower wages. You know, sure. I, I, I need to stop and interrupt you because, okay. you know what, when you have a Walgreens that wants to go into a suburb Walmart. Or, Walmart. Yeah. A, a Walmart or Walgreens or a yeah. Target, okay. if they want to go into a suburb of Chicago, they go. There's no controversy about unions. Well, what, a, a Walmart wants to come into Chicago, all of a sudden, we have this controversy, the union, and you know what? This is going to stop, and I'm not going to let that happen as governor. We have got to bring the businesses back to Illinois and put the people back to work. We have got to end the suffering. Mm -hmm. and, and, again, as governor, I will work with the Walmarts. I will work with the mom and stores. I will bring businesses back to Illinois and get the people back mm -hmm. to work. Do you have any particular uh, projections at this point regarding bringing those businesses, or what would be that first initiative in uh, doing so? Um, again, through uh, income tax uh, and property tax uh, incentives, we are going to try and lure the companies in. We're also going to educate the people. 
My projection is to bring in a minimum of 1,500 mom-pop businesses or small to medium-sized businesses in the next four years, uh, thus creating in between 2 and $3 billion of added revenue to the state. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this without raising taxes, adding any more fees, penalties, or fines to the existing businesses. Mm -hmm. This is something you have to start thinking outside of the box and being creative. Pacquan and the Republicans do not have the sophistication to be able to do this, to bring the businesses back to Illinois in a creative way. Now, the, uh, the Chicago area agencies, uh, Chicago Metropolitan Agency Planning, is a group that is planning for the year 2040. I'm not sure you're familiar with that, uh, that, that group or that body in which they're planning for the year 2040. Is there a perception uh, based on you being elected on what, and this here is for the Northeastern Illinois, and they're having hearings right now on uh, different corridors, uh, business corridors in the Northeastern Illinois area, uh, planning for the year 2040. Is that a fair planning process, and how would you be uh, the, uh, in the year 2040 is that something that you can project in your administration? You see how I'm looking at you. <laughs> are these people, what are they thinking? This is the year 2010. The people are suffering today. I don't know if I'm going to be alive in 2004. Mm -hmm. I have to worry about the people over the next four years. Well, it's a body that has, is funded by and sanctioned by the state of Illinois, and they were under not when I'm governor. And they were uh, known as the Northeastern Planning Commission, and now they're called the Chicago Metropolitan Area Planning, and they get their funds directly for the state to plan for the year 2040. Again, right now the state of Illinois is in a crisis. And even though I'm not supposed to, I'm going to use this term, we are in a depression. I'm worried about the next four years. Once I'm able to bring the businesses back, reduce the deficit, possibly even have a surplus of money in the state, then we'll start talking about 2040, okay? <laughs> and I'm not worried about 2040. I'm worried about educating our kids today. Well, right now, the state of Illinois actually uh, funds this body about uh, $5.4 million um, a but, year. But you have to understand... I mean, would you cut that program? Yeah, I absolutely cut out that program, and I cut a lot, of, a lot of the waste, mismanagement, and corruption that's going on that's costing you and the rest of the taxpayers billions of dollars a year. This is ridiculous now. You know, i got to be honest with you. Pat Quinn just gave his staff raises that range between 14 and 20%. What was the man thinking? That... This is not a time to be handing out raises. This is a time to be figuring out how to get the businesses back to Illinois and put the people back to work. Now, you had mentioned earlier uh, with a strong emphasis regarding education. Uh, Chicago right now, there is a 51% dropout opposed to a 51% uh, graduation. So every year we hear this up and down report regarding education. Education is improving, but we constantly hear about the dropout. 
how, so you emphasized that earlier. How do you really want to address this education? Um, again, uh, scholastically, I think the schools are trying hard. But when there's not an interest, when a child feels hopeless because he doesn't want to go to school to be a lawyer or a doctor or an engineer or an accountant, he wants to go to school to work on engines. He wants to go to school to be a carpenter. He wants to be a bricklayer. He wants to be a truck driver. We need to start teaching our children technical skills that will build an interest. Mm-hmm. They'll want to learn. Our dropout uh, rate will be lower. These children will get good jobs in the global economy. Okay. Well, uh, Ms. Kwan, we're getting ready to wrap up this part of it. In doing so, uh, give us a, uh, of, uh, I mean, I think this, the last primary there was a 33% turnout or lower it, of the voters. It, it was a very low turnout. And can you project that that can be higher or is that going to be the same? And how do you assess the lack of communication of this low voter turnout? Is it, is it apathy or is it non-organized voters? How do you uh, perceive it? Right now in, in the state of Illinois and across the nation, the people are very discouraged with the political leaders, so they choose not to vote. Now, since day one that I've been campaigning, I've asked the people for the opportunity to give me one chance, which is four years, to show them that I can bring the businesses back to Illinois, that I can bring hope and prosperity back to Illinois. I believe by my running that I will engage a lot of the voters, especially in the African-American and Hispanic communities, and it will drive them out to vote. Well, I will appreciate you being with us on uh, Chicago's Black Business Network, the Black Wall Street uh, USA program. It was my pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks again. That was Scott Cohen. He was a candidate for a governor of the state of Illinois, and in being so, he's standing here right in front of Paul Sugar Bakery as the traffic goes by, and there's Mr. Cohen left. Guess who comes out? Mr. Stephanie, the owner of Brown Sugar. How are you ready? Uh, hi, Ron. Thank you for coming out tonight. Thank you for doing this wonderful event at my store. It's very nice that the people in the community get a chance to talk to uh, a candidate for governor and hear his views, uh, and then he's got a chance to have some caramel cake on 75th Street. How about that? That's right. That's and, right. Yeah. So how's it been happening here on 75th Street? What's your flavor? We know that you all went through a little bit of changes, a little bit about the street, resurfacing and stuff. So how is it looking now? How are you all shaping up? 75th Street is shaping up. Uh, it's a great community. We need uh, the people to understand that 75th Street is a great street. We have everything from a businesses that have been established for 40 years, Fletcher's, the oldest record store, Army and Lou's, Limbs. We have black-owned cleaners, too. We have Taylor's Row. We have custom tailors. We have hat makers, Sony. We have an art gallery, which is uh, the wood shop. Wonderful, an art gallery on our street. Mm-hmm. Me, yeah. <laughs> you can get a nice drink and plants to get their hair done, barbershop, uh-huh. a shoe shop. How about that, a black-owned shoe shop. Uh-huh. If you want to shop black-owned, you definitely need to head over to 75th Street from 
Cottage Grove to State Street, and you will find what it is you're right. looking for. Now, did, was you aware that there was another Black Wall Street in Chicago? I just heard about it. I did, and I'm happy that uh, we are promoting black business everywhere in Chicago. That's what's up. Um, people need to know that they have alternatives, that they can spend money with their own because we're the people that are hiring black people. Small businesses, black-owned business is what is who puts black people to work in America, period. Let me ask you, how do you think the uh, uh, the businesses feel about a Walmart uh, finally being approved for uh, uh, maybe about, what's that, about two miles or something from here? Is that going to have any... Uh, bearing, or is that a, is that a minus, a plus, or it doesn't really make no difference? You know, um, in the past we've talked about other businesses coming in that will be a detriment. I think that I'm not so negative about a Walmart. What I feel like is Walmart will bring people in from a further distance that I may be able to market to. So Walmart has a parking lot. They can't stop me from passing out information at the corner. I think that it's an opportunity. Additionally, in one sense, on a Saturday, if people are going to go to Walmart, they leave the community to go to a Walmart further out. So right now, if they want to go to Walmart, they can still make it to Brown Sugar Bakery because they're shopping in their neighborhood. Right. So I'm looking okay. at it from a positive standpoint, uh-huh. and that's how I see it. Okay. Well, uh, we welcome you for being a part of uh, the Black Wall Street USA here live on 75th Street. And I have to say, Stephanie, you are one of the most outstanding business leaders here, you kind of shine out, you know that? Thank you. I mean, why do you do that? Why do you shine out? Other than your, uh, other than your good, your, <laughs> your personality and your finesse uh, and taking care of business, and, and doing that, what would you say is some major, uh, I guess, suggestions or uh, uh, words for people who want to go into business. What would you say really they need to focus on? I'd say that um, the focus needs to be community first. Look at your community and see what type of services are really needed in your community. And then when you do open up, do your best to provide high-quality customer service, an excellent product, and, you know, I think that when you do that, you, you get supported. But make sure it's a business your community needs mm-hmm. and wants. So do your research. Make sure it's something that the community needs. Right. Sonia, we are here with Stephanie and Brown Sugar. Uh, you have any comments or questions for Stephanie, Sonia? Hi, Stephanie. How are you doing? We've met over there before. Um, Sonia Purdue, co-host, Black Wall Street USA. How are you, how are you doing? Yay. I'm doing great, Stephanie. I'm glad that... Uh, you're our first uh, broadcast live from the Black Wall Street District. We're very happy that you're participating. And uh, those words that you're giving out there to the community about black businesses are something that they should really take in and listen. And we hope that you will invite us back again because we want people to be a part of this show, a part of what Black Wall Street is doing, a part of what you are doing, because all of these things are, are – what makes our community strong? What makes us grow? Uh, we can't grow if we don't support your business, our businesses, and uh, the community right there where you are. So I'm glad that you stayed open late tonight and welcome, welcome 
and welcome to us then, Stephanie. Thank you so much. Next. And one thing I'd like to say real quickly is that black-owned business is really about community. And when communities realize that it's a, it's a symbiotic relationship, that the businesses breed jobs, and that breeds security in the neighborhood, we're really going to go far. Good. Well, thanks a lot for uh, making your place a brother to us. Thank you. And uh, we're going to be talking, and you know we're going to be doing something as well. I'm uh, uh, Stephanie from Brown Sugar Bakery on 75th Street, and we'll continue on. Do we uh, need to take a break now, Sonia, or are we keeping on going? What's happening? We're going to keep on going. Let's go see who this caller is on the line, and we're going to come back and see who Angie has lined up for us to talk to over there at Brown Sugar Bakery. Caller, uh, last four digits, 8013, you're on the line. Who's on the line with us tonight? They're, they're on the line breathing. We're on the streets breathing. We, we, we got to speak up. Uh, Carter, I'm there. Yes, yes, I'm there. How you doing, Carter? This is Ron Carter. Your name and where you're from? My name is Donovan Johnson, and uh, I'm from North of Chicago. Okay, welcome to uh, Chicago's Black Business Network, uh, Black Wall Street USA. You have a comment or a question uh, for us this evening? Um, now, this uh, pretty much um, I'm one of the uh, guests on her website, and I just uh, was calling in and check it, check it out. It's my first time calling, and I'm just uh, very excited to be a part of it. Um, you registered for the summit on August the twentieth? Not yet, but I soon will. Not yet, my man. You got to hurry up and get registered because you wait any longer, all the seats are going to be gone, and you're going to be getting a family case because she's handing the registration. So if you can't start get on my case. You're going to have to get on Sonia if she's not registered. So I'm here in business. Uh. What I have is uh, basically a network. It's called uh, Inside Town, My City Toolbar, and it's a uh, online promotion. Uh, it's a real-time, day-to-day uh, advertisement where people see the information on, on top of a browser, which which will be on on their computers or laptops. So okay. as, uh, I network with people and. That I never would provide me with that information. I can uh, put that information on top of my toolbar, and you'll see that information right off on on top of um, the toolbar in real time, at the same day. And, uh, okay. I, actually do, okay I, do have, I do have um, Chicago Black Business Network on top of my toolbar. If you ever get a chance and check it out, the the link to that is um, HTTP. Okay. com. That is the link to uh, go ahead and take a look at that for people uh, who are. Uh, so you are a member of Chicago Black Business Network, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. I just want to make sure before you get that free commercial there. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. No problem, no problem. Yes, I am. I am, actually. And uh, I talked to uh, Sandra before, and uh, actually sent her a, a comment on her page today. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. So, um, you say you're from the north side, correct? Yes. But you know yeah, what's next? Uh, is there is there a possibility for a Black Wall Street district on the north side? No, there there is actually there is one black business that I do know of that is actually on the north side, and that's uh, Muhammad Graphics. Okay. Well, we got our eyes open. We got our eyes open. So hold on, um, caller. We want to bring on our leather guest here on 75th Street live in front of Brown Sugar. We have Deanna Wiley. She's with uh, Fresh Family Food. Uh, hi, Diana. Hi, Diana. 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 Yes. Hi. Thank you for being on Chicago's Black Business Network and Black Wall Street uh, USA. Thank you. Fresh Family Food. Yes. What is that all about? Actually, it's um, Fresh Family Food. We're located 336 East 95th Street. We're actually um, having our re-grant opening. We've incorporated with um, Quench and Love, the CEO of Quench Foods, okay. and, and um, we're now under the I Love Food Group. Good. All right. Very good. So, matter um, of fact, the I Love Food Group basically started here on 75th Street. Is correct. that correct? That would be correct. How many uh, uh, foods uh, uh, chains or now family first? Family food, is that a restaurant or what, what, what is it? Family food originally was a grocery store. Okay. Now it's a, well, pretty much we're, we we incorporated Quench Restaurant. Okay. And the grocery store to make like a, a mini, we actually have like a, a mini Quench connection going on. We have um, Brown Sugar Bakery, uh, Bakery Department, Gourmet Popcorn. Okay. And we're really focused on the healthier choices. As you know, Quench is a vegetarian right. restaurant. And we're just offering um, better choices, fruits, vegetables, oh. healthier items. We have um, a large variety of fruits and vegetables. We have a fresh uh, a juice bar, juice smoothie bar mm-hmm. for fresh juices. Um, well, we have um, a fresh cut meat with an on-staff um, butcher. Okay. We have um, seafood. All right. Fresh fish. <laughs> yeah, in your general grocery, dry goods and, mm. you know, things like that. What's that address again? 336 East 95th Street. Three, three, south side of Chicago. East 95th. That's close to uh, Hofstede. Is that correct? No, that's right off King Drive. Oh, oh East. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay, right up here. Okay. 336 East 95th Street. Now, Chicago State University. Right. Now, this I Love Food Group, I, I am familiar with them. But can you give our what is the I Love Food Group? What's this concept? What is it all about? Um, how do people be involved, or is it a secret society? What's happening? <laughs> well, I wouldn't call it a secret society, but um, Mr. Love is the CEO. So if you have something tangible to um, incorporate under his umbrella, he will be very interested in you know, inviting you. Um, you just basically have to be an entrepreneur with a with the right product. You know, it's not quote unquote a black thing or not a black thing. It's um it's an organization. So we are non black uh, members of I Love Food Group? Why are you pushing on me? Why are you pushing on me? What do I do? Okay. No. Okay. It's not non-black okay. business owners under. I love. How many how many uh, um, uh, entities are part of the I Love Food Group now? Well, there's 
Good old Dixie. Brown sugar bakery. Point. Uh, she's counting you all. She's all she's <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not mistaken, I believe there is now seven. So with the uh, uh, Fresh Family Foods, how long have you all been open now? Well, actually, we've been in business, my husband and I have been independent for over two years, almost three years. Okay. We um, incorporated with Mr. Love um, like three months ago. Uh-huh. And we're having our grand opening actually next Saturday. Oh, okay. So come out. Next we have Saturday. a taste of quench. All right. Fresh juice and smoothies and brown sugar bakery and gourmet popcorn. Oh, and we want to have to do that uh, with next Saturday, you stated. Next Saturday. Okay, then you have to first. Right, you have to get in contact with our office with uh, South Street Journal so that maybe we can make arrangements to. Uh, put it in the paper, and uh, actually help promote what you all are doing there. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. and we definitely did a story on Brown, uh, I'm sorry, on uh, I Love Food Group before, and we'll be glad to uh, continue that because it's a very unique. Now, let me uh, ask you this. The I Love Food Group, is it a buy-in network as well or mainly a um, a, a hands-on assistance in the food uh, industry. What do you mean by buying network? Did you all uh, buy together to reduce your cost? At this time, no. Okay. So you all buy still individually right exactly, now. Exactly, okay. yes. So, uh, so what's the major benefit of being a part of the I Love Food Group? The major benefit of being part of the I Love Food Group? Well, actually, at this time, for me, the major benefit is being a partner of Points and Love okay. Restaurant. All right. So I'm not, I can't too much speak on the I Love Food Group because I am a new member. Okay. But from what I understand, it's a great organization. Very good. Well, uh, we want to thank you, Miss um, Riley, for being a part of Black Wall Street USA uh, on this uh, uh, program here on Chicago Black Business Network. We're going to look forward to the um, uh, the grand opening and uh, also look forward to getting in contact with us so that maybe South Street Journal newspaper can extend its uh, um, coverage on what you are doing as well. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for welcome. Okay, Sonia, we are still moving and we have other uh, uh, people that's coming out of brown sugar to uh, take part of this uh, live broadcast. Uh, you really can continue or we're breaking. Tell us what we're doing. We're not breaking. We're listening to Black Wall Street USA. Let's do this, Ron Carter. Ron Carter is the chairman of Black Wall Street Chicago and editor and publisher of the South Street Journal. Now, Ron, I, w- I do want to make an announcement here, and then I'd like to take a call, and then I'd like to come back to Brown Sugar. I mean, we rolling. We might just keep on going on down the street. Now, um, All right. call 8174, stay on the line because we're going to go to you next. I want to make this announcement. Everybody knows that all eyes are on Chicago, August 20th to 23rd. This is what we'd like to do. The next country people who register, Ron, listen to me closely now. The next country people who register for the convention, okay, for, for the full convention, this is what we're going to do. We're going to video your business. We're going to pick a night in August weeks before the convention and we're going to invite you all over we're going to give you uh like a 
five-minute presentation on a video and a free ad in South Sea Jungle. That's the next hundred people with four registrations. You will, and you will see that video. Everybody, all those five hundred people coming into that summit on Saturday will see you on the video. We will play that video throughout the day uh, in a major part of the venue. So the next hundred people uh, call three one two two three nine eighty eight thirty five to register three one two two three nine eighty eight thirty five or visit us. Uh, on our major website, the national website, blackwallstreetdistrict.com, you will get a free ad in uh, South Street Journal, and you will also get exposure that day from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. in the video that we're going to put together for you, 312-239-8835. If you are a business person, that is a deal that you cannot afford to pass by. That film will run all day and network and market for you all day at that summit. So give us a call. Let's go back to this uh, the phone line, and then we'll come back to Brown Sugar. Caller uh, in Chicago, area code 312, last four digits, 8174. You're on the line with Black Wall Street USA. Go ahead, please. Hello, caller. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. Where are you, and what part of Chicago are you calling from? Well, I'm out in the suburbs right now, but uh, uh, generally I'm downtown in the uh, loop. Uh, this is Harold Arnold with American Investor Realty. Okay. Well, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. How are you? Hey, I'm okay. We're standing here live on 75th Street, right in front of Brown Sugar. You've been to uh, the Black Wall Street District on 75th Street? Uh, yes. Uh, you know, the market is affecting everybody, but you have to have a positive outlook. 
okay? And uh, the only way to be is positive because it is going to get better. Uh, I will tell you this, uh, a year ago at this time, I was lucky to get three or four phone calls in a month, uh, and many days I'll get three or four phone calls in a day. So it's not a problem. I've seen improvement, and it's going to keep being improved. Uh, as the economy, more money gets circulated like it's supposed to. And, uh, I think uh, that the average person that's out there has to be optimistic. And if you are optimistic and you are willing to spend money and save some money and, and uh, start up businesses and, uh, and spend money in, in, in various businesses, you will find out that uh, the economy will get better even faster than we all think. Okay, Charles, uh, thanks for stopping by, and uh, you need to make sure you come by our weekly meetings real out there in the suburbs as well. And I see our uh, Scott Carr uh, is going to leave on uh, 75th Street, and we're going to welcome him, and we're also going to be in contact with him and see what we can do with uh, getting you at South Street Journal as well. So, welcome. And uh, very good. Very good. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Mel. Well, uh, Sonny, we have another guest with us coming out of Brown Sugar. We have Stanley Martin. He is with Empower to Succeed Network. Uh, is that Dash CDP? Yes. What is Dash CDP? What it is is it is a um, it stands for Congressional Districts Program. And um, we actually partner with uh, another organization to um, actually charter our organization as a nonprofit. So that's what the CDP stands for, Congressional District Program. And what do you all do? We do community-based events. We're an event planning business, but we focus specifically on job fairs, flea markets, business expos, and networking events. Mm -hmm. uh, so how long you all been going? Can you give me an example of some of the... Uh uh, initiatives that you all have done. We've we've been doing um, four to six job fairs in the South Suburbs since 2003. Um, our base is at Live Hope Community Church in South Holland, Illinois, but we've done events um, in Harvey. We've done events in Hammond, Indiana. We've done events um, in the South Side of Chicago at um, Apostle Hinton's Church, and um, that's the bulk of it. We've done some flea markets in South Holland as well. Mm -hmm. As well as some um, some networking events. So, uh, Mr. Martin, how did you get involved in this here? How did it all come about? Um, it started in 2003 when actually I actually lost my job. And uh, in doing my job search, I came across a lot of resources and a lot of contacts. And I just um, decided I wanted to pay it forward and actually create an opportunity for myself. So, um, I took a lot of those resources and actually planned my first job fair. And um, from there, um, it, it caught on and we continued to do it. Okay. So that means that just because you lose your job, that don't mean that you got to stop and wait for somebody else to hire you. Right. I always say if you can't find one, create one. Okay. Uh, do you find that when you be doing these job fairs, uh, some of the people, uh, do you sense that some of them are more interested in entrepreneurship or generally they're basically looking for a job? A lot of them are looking for jobs, but what I try to do, even though it, it doesn't seem very popular at the job fair, is provide some entrepreneurial resources. We try to work with um, 
the SBA and different organizations and different individuals to at least have those resources available at our job fair so people have an opportunity to get those resources to find, you know, to seek out um, the potential of starting the business. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, so with that in mind, what would you say it was key in you starting this type of business? What's the main focus that your attention was at? My attention, when I saw, you know, all of the people that, um, when I was in Lions Unemployment Office and I saw people around me that were looking for opportunities and that were missing out on different um, resources I was gathering, I said, well, if we can find a way to kind of bring all that together, then um, we should be able to, uh, we should be able to help each other out. So I want to bring those resources together. But the key for me was I had to learn a lot of things on the fly and, um, I had to, you know, have a lot of trial and error as far as playing the events and 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 participating with those events. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, as we all move on, are you registered for the summit on August the twentieth? I have my form in place, and I'm taking care of that um, this week. Actually. All right. Very good. Very good. Well, we're again we're here live on Seventy Fifth Street in the Black Wall Street District, um, and we are talking to entrepreneur Stanley Martin who is, uh, nah, is that correct, you're the owner of Empower to Succeed Network? Yes, right. Okay. Well, thanks for coming to us, and as we move on, um, we're going to move on to another um, uh, uh, business here on 75th Street. Thanks a lot, Mr. Martin, for joining us. All right, thank you. Okay. And as we're moving on, Sonia, we're running to another uh, business here on 75th Street, uh, we're here with Tyrone from Charlotte Shoes. How are you doing, Tyrone? I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing. So, um, you're right here next door to uh, Brown Sugar Bakery. Uh, how long have you been here on 75th Street? I've been here seven years. Seven years. And with uh, how the community been treating you? Um, the community has been fine. Our business is growing each and every day. I have no complaints. Okay. So what's uh, unique about Charlotte Shoes? Well, we offer high-end shoes at reasonable and affordable prices, and also we sell back-to-school uniforms, mm-hmm. uniforms and shirts for $10. Oh, I didn't know you were in the, I thought you were basically in the shoes. Now we, you have extend, extended the type of uh, wear, uh, garment? Yes, we, we try to bring the community with need uniform. So we bring dickies and the shirts for a reasonable price, you know, you can't match the price anyway. Hmm. Okay. So with your seven years uh, in business here on out, is 35th Street your first uh, location? Yes, it is. Okay. And what enticed you all to move into that industry of the shoe business? Well, it was my wife's vision. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a little real estate and landscaping. And she was at home, and she was wanted to do something, and so she decided to look around so she could open up a shoe store. Mm-hmm. She, she loves shoes. So upon uh, loving the, the shoes and to open up a business, where have you been y'all experience in uh, operating uh, Charlotte Shoes? Well, I, our experience, well, I've been in retail for over 20 years. I used to be a store manager in South Carolina for Target. Okay. And we figured if we can do it for somebody else, we can do it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And okay. so far it's been a wonderful experience. I, I advise anybody 
to open up their own business and do it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going again. We're here live on 75th Street, right next door uh, to uh, Brown Sugar with Charlotte Shoes. And we're talking to Tyrone. He gives his credit to his wife for wanting to start this business, and they've been working as a team making it happen. So welcome to uh, Black Wall Street, uh, Chicago, or Chicago Black Business Network, and you're definitely going to be seeing more of us, as we're going to be seeing more of you. Now, you got any special sales going on with shoes, or what's happening here? All our summer shoes are 50% off. 50% off. And like I said, all our dicky uniforms, our pants are $10, and our shirts are 5 Now, do you specialize basically in... Uh, Female shoes or just male shoes? Or All women's women shoes. shoes. All women's shoes. Yeah. Wow. Now, huh. Okay, I won't go into that. I won't go into that. I'll leave that alone. <laughs> well, I know you said that your wife started the business, and that's her specialty, and she's been doing it good for the last seven years. So I'm not going to be selfish about what I want to wear. <laughs> All right? All right. Okay, Tyrell, thanks for being a part of us. Uh, Sonia, did you have any uh, questions for Mr. Uh, Tyrone? I uh, I like that shoe sale, Mr. Tyrone. I'm gonna have to stop by there and uh, give me some cake and some shoes. But uh, we want to we appreciate each and every one that's coming forth tonight. This is this is exciting. I'm in, I'm enjoying this. I'm relaxing. I got Ron over there doing the work. But that's but that's okay. The uh, community is coming out. They're participating and they're finding out what Black Wall Street is about, actually sustaining and increasing black business. I also want to say that uh, the two previous, uh, the previous caller, Harold Arnold and Stanley Martin, who is over there with you at Brown Sugar Bakery, are both Chicago Black Business Network members. So you very good, people, very good. My people coming yeah. on out, huh? Come on well, out. All right, well, as we can, people coming out. We have uh, Zora, Zara us now, and uh, she just came out of Brown Sugar Bakery, and she has some comment as it relates to you, uh, Zara, Zara. Zara. Okay, what's your comment here live on 75th Street? Well, I just think that they need some more drive to do things that are good for them so they don't have to do bad things or be out on the streets like that. And as far as learning comes and the whole teacher thing with education, I really stand against that because teachers deserve so much more when it comes to the fact that they're teaching the, all the youth everything that they need to know to get through life. Mm-hmm. So, Do you find that the youth, well, actually, what year at school up to? I'm in Young Woman's Leadership Academy. It's an all-girls on 29th and Calumet. Okay. Uh, do you find that you are hearing the, the the driven or the spirit as it relates to entrepreneurship? No. They're not? Do you no. think that that is an actor that they do, or is it doesn't matter? Or, so they don't hear it. Why? Or do you think they want to hear it? Well, I think that sometimes they just don't think that they'd be interested in it. And they have a limited access to hear about it and learn about it, so they're just absent-minded about what it takes. Mm. Well, we, you know, we had a 
long discussion in our Black Wall Street planning meeting uh, this morning. And we, uh, we're going to have a youth summit at our uh, summit on August the 20th, and we're going to have a panel on youth. What do you think the main focus should be at that uh, workshop regarding youth? Um, I think it should just be about how they can become productive and do good things, like I was saying before, how to become productive and stay out of trouble and all those types of things. Because I hear the worst things about youth sometimes. Mm-hmm. So um, do you think that panel should be integrated with uh, older um uh, entrepreneurs, or should it be just uh, youth entrepreneurs? I think it should be integrated because sometimes the youth may not know exactly what they're talking about. What what, what age, when we speak of youth, what age really uh, do you think we need to focus on? Um the preteens and the early teenagers because they're important and they have something to say most of the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to do just that. Uh, are you registered for the summit? No. Are you going to be registered for the summit? Yeah. All right. Well, Sonia, we're here now. The part about that is that um, I understand you got a very entrepreneur-minded father. Yes, I do. And that is our uh, second vice president or chairman of Black Wall Street, Mr. Ernest Armstrong. What is it like having a father or a parent that have uh, that is entrepreneur driven? Well, he's my grandfather, and it's a really good example and an honor to be his granddaughter and the things that he knows and you can see him doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we thank you for taking your time to be with us and then standing right next to us. I guess I gave him a little bit too extra credit when I said daughter. That means that he got a little bit more age than what I thought he did. Is that the case? Yeah, okay. Now, standing right to us, thanks for being with us. Yeah, let me bring your, uh, I thought, father, but grandfather on over here. Mr. Armstrong. Come on over here and let us get some uh, comments from you. Oh, well, we have Mr. Armstrong with us here today. Hi, Sonia. Hello, Mr. Armstrong. Good to hear from you. Glad you're joining us. Hello. Mr. Mr. Armstrong, uh, I think you got some good news. Or even on 75th Street again, you have just opened up a facility on 75th Street, 75th and Phillips. Uh, Is that correct? That is correct. Which is an extension of the Black Wall Street District. Uh, let's see, what is the quarry and what is it about? What can we expect? Well, Ron, I have to tell you that the quarry is a very special project. And I say that because the quarry is, is going to actually present and represent the business model for all businesses to model after. And when I say that, this is what I mean. When we first had the idea 
of opening the quarry, which is an event center. That's a place where you can have birthday parties, receptions, family reunions, jazz evenings, poetry slams, just all kinds of events. One of the first things we did was to look for a location that was in the Black Wall Street district because we knew that that would strengthen the Black Wall Street district. But we wanted to go further than that. We wanted to make sure that we did this the right way. And so we contacted a black realtor and let them know what we were looking for. And once we got some information about different locations and we chose one, we then decided that we would get a black attorney to help handle the legal work in making the purchase. And after we got the black attorney, we decided that we needed to work with a black title company. Now, that was a large bit of a challenge because there are not that many black title companies. So we had to really search, but we found one. All right. And the the one that we found was outstanding. All right. And I I recommend that title company for anybody that's doing any kind of real estate. What's the name of the title company, Mr. Armstrong? The name of the title company is AMAX Title Company here in Chicago, and it's actually on Cottage Grove and 78th Street. And if you have any person that you need to contact, the owner's name is Glenn Sharif. And I recommend that if you're doing real estate, you use that title company. And and this represents the kind of mindset that we've got to not only develop, but we've got to execute. See, we're past the time when we can just talk about buy black, support black. We've talked this for a long time, but now we got to do it. Well, let's hear something. What is going to, what's the, uh, the facility, the quarry is going to be about? Can you give me some details of, of what's going to, what the location itself is going to offer to the general public? Well, the location is going to offer an opportunity for all kinds of event venues at a reasonable or affordable rate. Now, this is a challenge we have today, and that is many event centers are charging exorbitant rates. And 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 when we see that our people are paying those exorbitant rates to people outside of our community, then what we're saying is you can get an affordable rate and you can recycle those funds in our community 
because we're going to have community people working in a place, community people taking advantage of employment opportunities, and so that's one dimension of what will be offered. But in addition to that, we will have the opportunity to have a meeting place where we can discuss issues that are pertinent to our community and our community development. In addition to that, another dimension will be the support of the young people in our community in terms of coming in and taking advantage of photography lessons and learning how to conduct photography in a way that they can actually go into business and generate some income. And just a number of different activities that will be good for the entire community. So you're going to also, now, now the restaurant part there, that still is happening, right? Yes. We, In addition to the event center, we're also opening a restaurant. And the restaurant is going to serve healthy food. We know that... Are you saying that you're not going to have no chitlins? Well, I'm not saying we're not going to have chitlins, but I am saying you have to eat those chitlins down the street. All right. All right. Fair enough. But we're going to have fried food. We're going to have healthy food. Okay. So if you're looking for some fried food and you're looking for some barbecue, you won't find that at our restaurant. Mm-hmm. So these are some of the reasons that we have all of the health problems that we have in our community. And if we don't change our eating habits, then we're going to continue to go downhill. All right. Okay. Well, Mr. Armstrong. Okay. Uh, uh, yes, Tanya? No, I'm just saying, uh, you know, thank you, Mr. Armstrong. We always appreciate your support. Well, you know, I appreciate being able to share, and I'm saying that I'm a person who's about taking action that's going to improve our community, and that if we can all do that, imagine how quickly we can turn our community around. Thank you, Mr. Armstrong. Uh, just open up another business on uh, 75th Street. That's right on a little lot. Now, one of our coordinators and uh, members of the community of Black Wall Street in Ms. Harris. Ms. Harris, can you give us some overview of uh, this whole concept of Black Wall Street District and what you think the community itself can uh, see based on where we've got to be on this uh, particular street? On 75th Street, we have predominantly African-American businesses, and we want to sustain our African-American businesses. We need to organize, uh, make sure all of the information gets out to the public whose business is African-American and that the African-American businesses are aware of all the tax credits, rebates, greening of their businesses that can help them sustain and grow. 
We want to get that information out to our business community so our business community can grow and give their customers what they need for the future. Now, Michelle, you also is going to be taking part in the summit in a particular uh, workshop. What uh, capacity are you going to be involved in at the summit? Well, at the summit, I will be working with Naomi Davis, who is uh, the president and founder of Blacks and Green. Uh, she is the guru of green, and we want to make sure that our community is not left behind as the whole nation transforms to sustainability and, and green initiatives. We need to understand what that is so we can be a part of the solution as far as as far as pollution, uh, the issue that we're experiencing now with the oil spill in the Gulf, there's a way around that. We don't want to be the only ones still paying for gas and electricity while everyone else is using renewable energy. It's really important. So we're going to uh, look forward to you being at the summit uh, and that workshop and then your coordination and support in helping to pull the Black Wall Street District up 75th Street as well. I'm, I'm a resident, and I look forward to helping in any way that I can. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to this, Ms. Harris. Now, certainly, I will at this time, if I can, to bring on Angie Williams, who is also a board member of Black Wall Street, Chicago, and she's executive director of the Southeast Chicago Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Angie. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. So what was what, what, the purpose of tonight? What, what, why are we here, and what can you know happen on a study uh, the purpose of this event tonight here at Brown Sugar Bakery at uh, 328 East 75th Street is to engage the original uh, Black Wall Street District in Chicago to engage the businesses and let them know that uh, we are here for them, we're here to serve them, and we have a lot in store to sustain and increase their business. Now, it was surprising to some, just like Stony Island, I'm sorry, just like 75th Street was surprising to many with the large cluster of black businesses on 75th Street. Now, that is really, Stony Island is right, really right behind uh, 75th Street with its cluster of uh, black businesses. Can you elaborate on that for uh, Yes, I can. Uh, starting with the Brownsville Children's Museum, we have... Uh, Black doctors, we have uh, black dentists, we have black insurance agents, we have black attorneys on Stony Island. We have uh, black, uh, what can I say, uh, the health food store. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a uh, pancake house, waffle house. Mm -hmm. We also have. Uh, yeah, I just noticed that waffle house shop, oh, that's a new shop. Yes, yeah, a new shop. Okay. Yes. Uh -huh. And uh, they're new to the Stony Island area. Oh. We also have uh, three brothers, African-American, who are getting ready to open up a clothing store oh, on uh, Stony Island. We also have a black tailor who mm -hmm. makes clothes on Stony Island. There is a plethora of black businesses on Stony Island that a lot of people didn't know about, even uh, Miss Hart here, the owner of uh, Brown Sugar Bakery. I sat down with her earlier before the program started and I was talking to her about Stony Island at the Black Wall Street District now, 
and uh, she had no idea that it was that many black businesses. Oh, you got something coming up uh, in August, or well, before August. What's some events that's coming up for Stony Island? Uh, well, we're having a networking event tomorrow night at the Chicago State University Extension Office. That's at 8751 South Greenwood. The program starts at 630 to 9. Uh, we're also doing a uh, stepper set or 70 stepper set at the Regal on Saturday night. That's 8 p.m. The 2 a.m. tickets $20. You can get your tickets at the Southeast Chicago Chamber of Commerce at 8334 South Stony Island Avenue. Uh, ask for me. My name is Angela Williams. Uh, Sunday, we're doing a community festival at uh, South Lawn United Methodist Church at 8605 South Craig Ear from 1 to 6, where we're going to be doing a youth entrepreneurship workshop uh, from 2 to 3. So, and then next week we're going to have a meeting July 29th uh, on 79th Street for the 79th Street businesses since 79th Street has been approved for TIF money, that's tax increment funding. And so we're going to be having an, uh, a meeting at the Banana Leaf Restaurant, 1948 East 79th Street uh, from uh, 6 to 7.30 that evening to let the black businesses on, on 79th Street know the benefits that they have coming to them so they can improve their business. This is money you don't have to pay back. Wow. <laughs> you got things going on. Yeah, I'm going to be busy. Just at the summit, you're going to be uh, facilitating a workshop. Yes, I'm going to be facilitating on how to start a Black Wall Street district in your area. So I hope for everyone to see everyone to come out so I can share some of my wisdom uh, with the participants. And uh, just hope to see everyone there at the Black Wall Street Conference due to commence August 20th through the 23rd. Wow, Sonny. So that is Andrew Williams, our dear secretary for the uh, Black Wall Street and uh, definitely a leader in the South uh, Chicago with the Southeast uh, Chicago Chamber of Commerce. Thanks for being here. Okay, and thanks for uh, putting this event here together. Okay, she's or Stony Island, but her wings are flying over here on 70, 75th Street <laughs> to help live broadcast together for Chicago's Black Business Network of Black Wall Street, Chicago. Thanks again, Angie, for coming up. And uh, we got to talk in the morning now because I got some talk for you, all right? Oh, and uh, Pastor Beekman wants to talk with you, too. Pastor Beekman? Yeah, he's the pastor of South Lawn United Methodist Church where we're having the community festival this Sunday. He wants you to come out. He wants to particularly come to you this Sunday, yes. Whoa, all right, all right. Well, yes, let's talk to you right away in the morning before the schedule gets too booked up. <laughs> all right? Okay. That's okay, okay, okay. 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 Hey, Superwoman, how you doing? Thank you so much, Angie. I'm trying to be just like you, girl. I'm working hard at it, too. I know that's Love right. You know you're not that tall. How are you going to be like me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, we're still here live. We're here on 75th Street. That was Angie uh, Williams of the uh, Southeast Chicago Chamber of Commerce. We had a lot to do with making this again happen on 75th Street. Now, with that in mind, Sonny, we are about to, uh, the streets are getting kind of, uh, how can I put it, silently, and we are still out here. So, uh, let's put this, uh, 
time. We have a caller that's been on the line quite a while. We got like 15 minutes left. So you listen to Black Wall Street USA with Chairman of Black Wall Street Chicago, Ron Carter. All eyes on Chicago, August 20th through 23rd for the first Black Wall Street National Convention. Let's take this caller, uh, Ron, because he has been on the line quite a little while, and then we can go back to you so that you can close out for us. Over at Brown Sugar Bakery, right over there at 328 East 75th Street, we're broadcasting live tonight. This is our first out on the street live broadcast. We're just moving on up. Caller 773, last four digits, 8013. You're on the air with Black Wall Street USA. Go ahead. Hey, uh, yes, uh, my name is David. I'm coming from uh, north side of Chicago, where uh, Howard and Ridge area. Yeah, my question is if it's possible that you can bring your crew. Over to the uh, north side, so we can have uh, all the black businesses that's over here to uh, share their businesses on your air, also. Okay. And, and um, so, are, are you familiar with Black Wall Street and uh, development? I'm sorry, can you say that again? Are you uh, familiar with Black Wall Street? Yes, I am. I'm actually a member on the, on the website. Oh, okay, very good. So do we need to clear the Black Wall Street on the uh, north side of Chicago? Yes. We do. Where can that be? Where is I'm sorry, say that again? You say that we can, uh, it's possible to have a Black Wall Street on, um, uh, on the north side of Chicago? Oh, um, yeah. I, I'm bad. I can't hear you. I'm sorry. Okay. Should there be a Black Wall Street on the uh, west side of Chicago? Yes. Okay. And there, so where would that? Uh, where, where should that be? Uh oh. Uh, it, it, I would I would say more than that. Howard. Okay. Howard Clark, Morgan Clark, Howard, Howard. Okay, so we have to uh, uh, discuss that. Okay, yes, uh, that'll that'll be uh, very very good to have uh, over here on the north side, and uh, I think it'll be uh, a wonderful event. Uh, I actually had called earlier, and um, I was just listening in, and um, I really, uh, like I said, I appreciate the experience. Myself, what I do uh, pretendly is uh, basically I promote other people's um, businesses throughout my network. And, okay. Uh, it's, a free net- it's a free network. Uh, I believe um, I'm the only one currently that is uh, doing this uh, tool concept. It's a business tool. It's uh, basically a, a software application that becomes a part of your Internet Explorer or Firefox browser, and um, I uh, just for everybody that I network with um, on top of my um, toolbar, because of my toolbar. Okay, but, um, very good. Okay, uh, yeah. In closing, I just okay. want to say uh, hello to uh, Mrs. Uh, Purdue, and uh, thank you for having me on your uh, radio show. 
Good evening, and we want to thank you for calling in. We appreciate you taking the time. And come by the site more often, okay? We appreciate you. I sure will. I sure will. And don't forget to call Ron at 312-624-8351 so we can talk about that north side uh, Black Wall Street district, okay? Okay, let me get that number one more time. 312-624-8351. As a matter of fact, brothers and audience, that's, uh, that's the numbers you should call if you want to come to the committee meetings on Thursday morning at 8.30. If you want an update of all the events, you can also see all the events updated on chicagosblackbusinessnetwork.com. And we really want to invite you, all of you, to come over and join us and network. Uh, you see my people out there, they're out there networking because one of our uh, one of our slogans is we are here to network, are you? And that's what we do. That's what we do. Thank you so much for calling in. Ron, back to you. Okay, thank you, uh, Sonia. So we had a little static when we was listening to them, but uh, the word got on out. Um, we are really in into another live broadcast. Sonia, I think this is our, uh, uh, which, uh, I think this is our third live broadcast. Yeah, but this is our first time on the street, Ron. This is for real. This is for I real. Know, I know, I know. <laughs> and, and, and what's so good about it is here on uh, 75th Street. And then, matter of fact, you know we're going to have to do this again live on another uh, Black Wall Street. You know that's going to have to happen. It's going to have to happen, and we're going to get us some better microphones. Because, you know, uh, and I want to say to the audience, when we did the other two live broadcasts, those shows get more hits than any show that we do. Um, And so... If you're if you're out there with us, you should try and come on the air with us because that's great marketing for you. And we didn't even charge them for that, did we, Ron? No, we did not. But I mean, a lot of you pick up. Well, I guess when you're on the street, son, you pick up people from the streets. That's how that happened. <laughs> that's okay. That's, how that that's okay. We All had right. some great. We had some great people tonight. We had Stephanie, the owner of. Brown Sugar Bakery. We had uh, someone from the Love Group that uh, taught us some about the Love Group that I didn't know. But I went on, I went online, and it, it looks great. Uh, and Brown Sugar Bakery is also part of that Love Group. We had Stanley Martin over there from the Empowerment uh, Organization, and I've heard about some of Stanley's job fairs. He gives some really nice job fairs. I've had some good feedback about those job fairs. And as a matter of fact, he has a couple of them coming up in August. Stanley gets around and he gets out. He came over here to our, one of our networking events. As a matter of fact, we want you to know once again, we're going to meet on 35th Street on August the 4th. That is Wednesday. You should come over uh, between 4.30 and 8.30 for that networking event. It was a, it was really a great event. It really was. Also, That's we right. had Angela Williams. We had Angela Williams, who is our membership uh, chair, I don't know how many different jobs Angela got. I mean, I, I don't, even, I don't even really know anymore. Um, she has membership chair. She's the secretary. She on Seventy Fifth Street. She has Seventy Ninth Fifth Street. She the uh, chair for Stony Island Black Wall Street District. She hosting this. She doing that. I really don't even know. Uh, All right. But, uh, if we had some more Angie Wim, we wouldn't have uh, any problems. 
at all. Uh, you know, um, Sandra, I have to tell you that uh, we are moving on the Black Wall Street district, and uh, actually we are in the car. I'm in the car with Angie right now, and we're moving. We're in motion right now. So this is a movie. This is a mobile movie. Uh, uh, Chicago Black Business Network. We're going down 76th Street right now. We get bad about and, it. And Andy is in the car with me. We get, we mobile now. Oh, we get, we right, get so, bad. So it's good that you were saying something good about her because she definitely would have heard you if you wasn't. I'm so glad because you didn't even warn me. I am so, so glad. I'm <laughs>
But how many times in your years to live you give? Love and go with love. 